1: 4:30 pm Ridden He has been conducting Zoom conference calls every single day from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand and let Gayatri know that you're a newcomer. If you're a newcomer, please let Gayatri know. You have to show your face and let her know that you're a newcomer. You have never asked the question before. And she will promote people who are newcomers.
2: DRG? Hey Rahul, uh, this is Daminder and I have a question regarding the uh, bill which is uh, uh, currently par- Parliament is working and uh, like uh, about uh, the, uh, the one which is I'm talking about is uh, the one we uh, people have I-140 pending for two years and 5,000 fees. Uh, what, what, what is the progress on that? Do you know anything about it?
1: Yeah, we, uh, we just got the bill rejected by the parliamentarian right now. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean that it's the end of it, though they're trying to do different, different methods. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see if they are going to honor her opinion. They don't have to. I mean, they can just ignore her. She's not elected by us. Okay. At least not the US citizens. Mm-hmm. So we can ignore, they can ignore. So we'll have to see how the Democrats are going to. Do. Because if they don't deliver, they're not coming to elections. We're not voting for them. What's the purpose? Why we elect them? They can't do anything
2: okay and any anything uh, uh, the registry date to be moved till 25 uh, even that
1: everything is rejected
2: hey uh, okay okay so in that case do you think uh, this is my last question and i'll give the opportunity to other person so do you think like uh, uh, is it good time to go canada for one year and come back and then upgrade to eb1 it's not
1: that easy as easy you think so that uh, that you're going to have a honeymoon for one year and then you'll come back <laughs> and they'll give you red carpet for EB1 though. EB2 and EB3 has a success rate of approximately around 98%, though. Mm-hmm. What about the success rate of EB1? First of all, we lawyers itself reject 70-80% of the cases. Mm-hmm. Why do we reject? Because we don't feel it's good. Then if it when it goes to the knife of the USCIS, we get about 40 to 60% denial there.
2: Oh okay. So that's a risk actually. Then okay, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Rahul. Um
3: uh, hi, this is Chaitanya. So I have question related to H4 visa. So mm-hmm. uh, recently yeah. I have put uh, my H one B from my previous employer to New employer. So my H1B got approved. So during the transfer, my they did not apply any like uh, uh, extinction for my wife. When, when is your wife's H4 I-94 expiring? Uh, uh, July 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the current old employer is planning to revoke my H-1B, so does that affect anything? Because my wife's H, H-4 H uh, visa is stamped in India. She got stamped when she, when she so was So she counted. has
1: until she has until July two thousand twenty two, is that right? Yes, yes. Now, she's even if your previous employer withdraws the H one
3: B, it won't affect the H four though. She's fine. If that's and, your question. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So one is like uh, uh, so. When I reached out to my current, uh, he told that they would be applying for her H four extension or what? Uh, only six months before the X ex, uh, Oh, you can.
1: Up- I would. I- you can do it right now also, if you want to. Let me also ask,
3: does she have an EID? Uh, no. So uh, the third question is like following is like I have. Uh, so we have applied her EID in the January 2021. So we are still waiting the California Center. So it's a standalone EID. I, so I, we are... I,
1: uh, wait, wait. I would recommend that you file H4PAS C A D right now. If your company is not willing to, you can send an email to info at rnloggroup.com, which Gathery is going to give an email address. We can file for H4 plus C A D right now.
3: Okay. Okay. So Because sure. if you
1: file before six months, you know what happened in the California, the same thing will happen again.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. okay. I would recommend I can... to
1: file it right now.
3: Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, that's it uh, so one one last question so uh, we are planning to travel india in the month of december if they open that's the fine. flight you can
1: still file, you can still file the h4 plus cad uh, yeah
3: there is no problem for that right even if it there is a
1: travel ban um, this h4 extension is not a problem everything okay. else might become a problem
3: okay uh, i mean uh, i mean to say not the travel there, ban. I I I said H four E I D is not a problem. Okay, I H four E I D and H four. Okay, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for the offer.
4: Sangakumar.
2: Kumar. Uh, here Rahul. Um, actually, I filed four eighty five uh, with you. Um, mm-hmm. actually, uh, my status shows uh, notice was returned to U S C S because um, the post office could not deliver it. Uh, the earlier receipts and everything, uh, I didn't change the address, and um, uh, I did receive like the initial receipt, um, to this address and to your office as well. Uh, but still, I see this uh, status. Can so you come to, to the work?
1: conference call tomorrow because my team will be there, okay, to assist okay. the things, though?
2: Okay, okay, sure, sure, okay, sure, thank you, thank you, Vinod.
1: We have a separate conference call for our clients, guys. We conduct for different, different things though. But there, everybody get an opportunity. Here, not everybody does. But good, Vinod, go ahead.
5: Yeah, hey, thanks Rahul for giving the opportunity. Uh, Recently, like last week, I got my green card. Good for you. um, Yeah, I got it from my previous employer. Actually, I'm working for a full-time employer where they have just applied my perm and it's in the process of um, like, um, uh, they just applied it. Uh, so do I have to go to my current employer and tell them to update my I-9?
1: Yeah, just tell them to update the I-9.
5: Because uh, I heard some of, uh, some of them are having some problems by saying that to their current employer. So I'm just worried on that. So you don't have asking... to. You... Yeah, I yeah, got I my,
1: my green card. card. I my previous employer um, applied and I got the green card. You can tell
5: them. Okay, so they might be asking, like, are you willing to go um, go back? I or was to...
1: willing to go. But after speaking with Rahul already I changed my opinion. Okay. I wanted to go. Okay. I good. wanted to go, but I spoke with this lawyer on September 29th and 4:39 p.m. central time. Oh, yeah, sure. then I decided to break the promise. How many of the new resolutions that you broke? Oh, a lot of them. <laughs> so. A lot of them? Well, this is another one.
5: Okay, sure. Yeah, that gives me some confidence. I'll tell I'll yeah. tell them to you. So but Thanks. but
1: let me tell you that. Mm-hmm. At the time of filing the 4H5, you had the intent to join. They had the intent to go. Okay, mm-hmm. on yeah. September 29th, after speaking with Ra already, you just mm-hmm. broke the promise just like the way you did the new ray resolution. That's it. I've okay.
5: Okay read in some places that um, they are saying you'll have to be, uh, you will have to go back and work for six months. Otherwise Not exactly. That was know. the
1: opinion that was before 2001. After 2001, there's a change in the law. In fact, there is a memo from USCIS and that memo says that you can even change uh, before you even get the green card too. Okay. Change yeah. the opinion. Okay. Yeah, thanks. And I will try to see how I can attach that to this one though.
5: Okay.
1: Uh, uh it's very tough to attach, but I'll tell you the content of it to you in the in there. Uh, sure. In the chat.
5: Sure.
1: It says that you can even yeah. Next person, please.
5: Yeah, thank you. Uh,
6: Sheetal?
7: Sheetal? Arun?
8: Hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. my priority date is September 27, 2011 uh, under EB2 category in NIW. And uh, last year in October, we filed for the 485 adjustment of status on my... Oh, uh, what, September September what? September 27, 2011. It was not current. Yes, uh, it uh, because I'm in NIW, I cannot downgrade it to EB3. So, so it states. was not current. In, when did you file it, you said? No, uh, we filed under my wife's, uh, I mean, through my wife's employer in last year, October. Our I mean, ah. priority, priority date is October, 2014. And we moved from uh, downgraded from EB2 to EB3. And we got the EAD combo card. And uh, most likely it's not going to be current anytime soon. And now that in the latest visa bulletin, uh, mine is, uh, I mean, actually I can file under the um, uh, filing date chart. So my question is, now that we got the combo card, should i apply for all three uh, applications the 485 765 and 131 again or yes, uh, just 485 yes. apply for all the three things and because, i'm assuming that you have not used the year in advance portal yet no not yet okay
1: so when we, we apply it.
8: okay when we apply would the existing combo card uh, become invalid or uh, no it's there you are not activating okay but can we activate while my application is pending hmm okay. So, okay. We cannot. If you do, then your application will become that will may die. I see. I see. So is it, uh, when you do the interfiling, is it just explaining them in a letter? No, it's not. uh, You're not doing interfiling. Oh, but you're
1: filing. You're filing entirely for it for application again.
8: But should I let them know that uh, I have a a derivative application pending? Okay. Yes, you should. Also, um, uh, is there any uh, method to expedite a request? Uh, because I work for government. I was wondering if I can get a letter from them. Uh, would that no, be sir, helpful?
1: No, no, no. Don't rec- I don't know any methods of expediting the 4 okay. Next person, please. Thank you.
6: Jayshree?
7: Hey, Ram. Um, Can you guys hear me? Yes. Hey, Um we filed for I-485, uh, me as a primary applicant, and with my husband as a derivative. And my priority is already 14 March, and we all we got the EAD combo card already. Uh, but my husband's I-140 uh, downgrade was also approved recently, and his priority date is earlier than mine. It's um, actually um, November 2013. So, my question is Can we interfile asking them to claim, no. uh, basically claiming for no. an early priority because it's both EB3?
1: No, no, you cannot interfile because it was not current at the time when you filed the 484 application.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: It was not current at that time. He didn't file an I 140 at the time, did he? And the other uh, thing is that he is not the main applicant either.
7: He is not the main applicant, yes. But yeah. we were wondering if he can um, ask USCIS. It, it,
1: you can. Here is a problem with me, though. These interfilings will take round and round and round and round. It'll take years. And I have never been successful in this kind of cross-interfiling, though. It took so long. Um, there was one 484 application, employment-based. It backtracked. This lady got married to a U.S. citizen. I filed. I tried to interfile it. It took six years after I got hired and just filed the 484 application. Okay. And this is the same story that goes on for most of the people.
7: Okay. Our lawyer was suggesting um, we cannot do another 485 under eb again uh, because mine is already under EB3 and he cannot file EB3 even though his date is current. Is that true?
1: No. Did you use the EADs?
7: No, we didn't.
1: No, you maintained the H1B and H4. Uh, h1 and h1 h1, and h1 yeah you can just ignore the 485 and file 1 more 485
7: but she was i, I, do, the, I do not
1: agree with the, I, I do not agree with your lawyer
7: um so they say like as long as it's under two different categories you can file but if it not is right under he,
1: no ma'am no ma'am you can file absolutely no problem next person please anil if it's you are filing in with two different employers at the same time, that will confuse, but it's your husband is a different employer. You're good.
9: Uh, this is Anil. Uh, thank you for giving me an opportunity. So this kind of rare uh, case scenario wherein uh, we raised a request for accelerating the I-485. I-, I do not have
1: any method. Everybody is- ready. No, I
9: raised it, I raised it. I raised it okay. and uh, they're asking for the supporting documents. And the reason for IHD is because my dad is suffering with a neurodegenerative disease. He's in the final stage. And uh, I have all the supporting documents for the last four years, uh, which, okay, which shows ahead. that transition of the disease, uh, from what was his, in- his initial stage and where he is right now. So all those four-year documents I have right now. With me. My only question is like, can I submit this? Because mine is derivative. And uh, my wife's is the primary. Uh, you can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, she just started her employment because she lost her uh, uh, job because of EAD uh, unavailable, like expired. So she got her uh, EAD uh, just a couple of weeks back and she joined back the same old employer. But when she filed her um, I-485, I mean, she's out of job. So does this cause any issue? Like suppose when they ask us to come for interview, Uh, Does it cause any issue saying that... uh, You're mixing
1: both different things, though. If that's a problem, that's a problem. That will be a problem. Uh, Just because you're requesting for expedite doesn't make it anything better or worse. So it's better to face it, though. With regards to the problem of whether she was employed at the time, what did you list on the four eight five application? What visa
9: status she was in? She was on H4, but she's uh, out of... uh, uh, Job because Uh, I I would recommend
1: uh, that I would recommend if you want to consult a lawyer with regards to your wife not being employed at the same time. And I want if show the lawyer what you put in the 485 application, also what you put in the 485J. As far as uh, your medical things are, you can submit. I don't say anything wrong with it. Okay, that's okay. Okay, okay, good. Thank you. They both are not intellect, they're completely different. Next person, please,
6: Pratamesh. Hey, hi, Raul. Thank you for the opportunity. So my question is, uh, my previous employer filed uh, like I have filed the H1B stamping appointment process completed with my previous employer, I paid the fees for that. But as I did not get the date, I couldn't be able to go to India for stamping. Now, in between, I changed my employer. And now I am I have filed the new DS-160 and I'm trying to get the stamping date book. But when I logged into my travel doc portal, it is showing that my fees has been already paid. So is that okay when yeah. I paid the fees previously? You and can, you can, f- if they're saying
1: that the if you paid with the previous
6: company and they're telling that you already paid the fees, you're changing the company, not a problem mm-hmm. at all. So it just, I have to update the DA, latest DS-160 number in that. Uh, travel doc portal and that's it. I'm good for that. That's fine.
1: You're good. Uh, will Absolutely. it
6: cause Will it cause any issue at the time of H-1B stamping? As I have no. changed the employer in between. This is my first no. time stamping. No, right? No,
1: no. I don't No, you're fine. I don't see any
5: problem.
6: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
5: Bharat.
10: Hello. <clears throat> Hi Rahul. Uh, can you all hear me? Yes. Uh, Hi, Rahul. Uh, So I downgraded my uh, EB2 to EB3 during uh, November of 2020, and uh, my I-140 got approved in premium like a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'm also planning to send my medicals uh, shortly here, but my question is around changing jobs at this time. Like with I-485 pending for more than 180 days, and recently I-140 approved, if I change jobs and my current employer, let's say revokes the I-140, uh, will there be any effect on me changing the jobs and like, can I use AC21?
1: Absolutely. You can You can use the AC21.
10: Okay. So the I-140, even if it's revoked by my current employer, doesn't affect it.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're assuming that it's going to be revoked. When you leave the company, we have to assume that they will revoke.
10: Okay. And since, because it is uh, more than 180 days, it's still intact, the 485.
1: That is right, more than 180 days since you file a 485, it is intact.
10: Okay. Next person, uh, please. And one more question, one last question. Um, also, the when I go, go to the new job with the new employer, uh, does the job has to be under the same SOC code or could there be some- slight Similar,
1: difference? slight difference is good. It's okay. Okay, okay. All right. thanks, that's all.
4: Wani? Hi, Rahul, thanks for the opportunity. Um, sure. I'm currently working on CPT and uh, I just got another opportunity from a different employer. I'm currently studying in Campbellsville University. Um, when I checked with my DSO, they said I can work uh, full-time with uh, two employers at the same time, but uh, however, I just
5: want to uh, get the... Uh, I, don't
1: have, I don't have a problem working for two companies at the same time for you, but one problem is that I cannot endorse campusville University CPTs. I do not. But in general, if you were, for example, on a CPT with University of Texas, you want to work for two companies in the DOC, so okay, you can. But with Campus Bill, I do not recommend because uh, that university, Campus Bill, Cumberland, and what's other? Cumberland Campus Bill, and yeah, Cumberland Campus Bill and Harrisburg Universities, I do not endorse them.
7: But otherwise, uh, will there be
4: any issues in, at the time of OPT in case if you are doing like two full times, which is 80 hours per no. week? No,
1: as if it's generally like University of Texas, no, you would not have any problem. But because
0: it's campus,
1: will I should the campus. campus? bill is completely different university. I, people can get admission there even if they don't have any education. They can get directly in doctorate degrees. Their university starts whenever you tell them to start. I don't know how that works out. Um, They will give on day one CPT, even if you don't go to the university at all, uh, they will give a a work permit. Um, And this is even before COVID too. Okay. okay. And that's the reason I cannot endorse. Next person, please. Um,
4: Kumar? Hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, Thanks for the opportunities. Uh, Kumar here. So, I'm planning to uh, attend the visa entry on October 12th. Uh, however, uh, my client said that uh, I need to file an amendment uh, uh, because uh, I was not filing an amendment or uh, requested an amendment before because the uh, client that I'm working uh, now is only 15 miles far away from my old client. So now I'm thinking to go at any cost to India and uh, transfer. I mean, even before the uh, client revokes uh, my H-1B visa. So I'm planning... Wait,
1: wait, client cannot revoke your H-1B. So... Only your employer can.
4: I mean, my employer. So if my employer...
1: Let me me understand. You're working with client A. Now you're working with client B. So your employer is going to revoke
4: the H-1B? I didn't understand. No, I am working with a vendor company as a full time. Okay. So, uh, if they don't agree uh, to attend the visa in wait, India,
1: wait, 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 wait. Your employer is company A. Yeah. Okay. So your client is X before, and now it's Y. Correct.
4: Once if so I decide you- to transfer. Uh, to client transfer
1: uh, transfer from x to y
4: yeah from x to y okay then so uh i mean can i transfer my visa from india and go to the visa with a y client letter yi 797 there is no y 797 797 is only given to company a but uh, here I am willing to transfer to Y because cognizant uh, I'm working for cognizant, so if they don't agree So so back... so,
1: so, oh, so so you're telling me that with company A, you're working with company X and now you're working with company Y as an end client.
4: Yes, correct.
1: And the company A doesn't want you to go for stamping because you're working with company Y.
4: No, actually, they don't want me to go now because I don't have any new amendment filed.
1: That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. So what do you want
8: to do?
4: I want to go to India and then transfer my visa from India to a different company called Y to a different client. So it will be a total new client and a new employer. But why go to India and
1: do it? Why can't you do it right now?
4: Uh, currently, I, I applied for leave and everything is all set. So I'm traveling uh, on Friday. So I don't have
1: time to decide all these things. Um, while you're in India, so you don't have enough the stamping right now. Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you, you. I can't help people move to India. I'm not designed to it. If you want to stay here and get here, I can help you. But if you want to move to India, I'm the wrong guy. Okay. It's like going to a doctor and to kill me. Well, he's not trained for it. You go to murderer, yeah, the guy, you know, or something like that, maybe he will do it, but not doctor. So I'm not trained to help you go to India, though. Uh, I'm wrongly trained. I'm sorry about that. But if you want to, the better thing is stay here, get the transfer, then go for stamping and come back. If you go with, com- if the company A doesn't want you to go for stamping, you cannot go for stamping, period.
4: No, but Next I to the uh, uh, company Y stamping, right?
1: Yeah, that's societal right now. You are here. You don't even know when the Y is going to file, when they're going to get the approval, when you're going to get an appointment there. I don't know whether your travel ban is there. So if you don't consider any of those things, you just want to go to India, I'm not trying to help. Next person, please.
11: Sorry about that.
1: Some people are not designed. That's it. Hi, Rahul. How
11: are you? Um, thank you so much, uh, my, I, I, ha- I had a job and um, I got my H1B transfer file on 13th of uh, September this month, so mm-hmm. I sent my H4 and H4 EAD as well with the H1B transfer, so on 28th yesterday I received uh, receipts for my wife H4 and EAD that the case has been received and the lawyer called me yesterday saying that the check for the premium processing has been returned, And they didn't receive any email confirmation of the premium processing since September 13th. And he said uh, he found out that uh, behind the check, there is a case number returned. He gave me the case number. And when I saw it on USAIS, it says case received, but we don't have any proof or anything of a receipt or any email. So what he told me that- Wait, 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 wait.
1: I'm confused here. You said the premium processing check has been returned. What about the regular filing fees check?
11: Was it cashed? Regular filing fees, yes. That's why mm-hmm. I see online that uh, the that it Got shows. It. The so uh, you did not set that to me. Okay. So now you. So what's your question now? So my start date is coming in like in one week, uh, like ten days. So I asked him if we can expedite this so that we can get an approval. So he said uh, he's going to send again the check back to them and see what what they say but uh, I'm not sure why they sent the check back because I got okay what is the question then from the 14th it's like yesterday it's 15 days 15 calendar days so I'm trying to see would uh, USCIS continue doing premium processing even if they return the check because they were unable to do it or it's better to send the check check.
1: again send the check again absolutely no question send the check again
11: Okay, so they accept it and they send the receipt again. So it's okay.
1: Hopefully so. Hopefully so.
11: All right. Thank you. Next person, please.
6: Manoj. Hi,
11: Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, thank you. Uh, in October, I filed my EV three. EV two to EV three downgrade. Got my EAD advanced payroll uh, uh, and then moved the job. Move to a new job. Uh, new company is filing Supplement J this week. Um, uh, so uh, my question is that let's say if, uh, for any reason uh, in future EB two goes faster and EB two is current. Uh, is there any way to file EB two? No. That's my like first question? No.
1: No. Then okay. you have to file a labor certification. If you move to a different company you can't use this EB2 when you move to a different company.
11: So the new company actually uh, uh, filed for H1b and they are and they are going to start the perm processing they
1: can Do you- they can if the, then the perm has to be approved before an I140 mm-hmm. has to be approved for you to
11: inter file. Do you see any disadvantage in filing the perm now uh, no. with the new company?
1: no 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 no, no disadvantage. There may be an advantage, there may not be an advantage. But if you ask me, is there a disadvantage? No.
11: And one last question quickly uh, the uh, registry, uh, does it uh, consider any stays outside of India? Uh, let's say outside three, USA. Four
1: months, outside US, three, four months. Outside USA. No, you're good. If it's three, four months, you're good. Okay.
11: Okay. Thank you so much all for all the help.
1: That's been shut down right now, at least by the parliamentarian. Let's see.
5: Next person, please. Vijay? Hey, hi.
12: Uh, Hey, hi, Rahul. Uh, Are you able to hear me? Yes, go ahead. Okay. So, uh, Rahul, actually, right now, my current H1 has a validity until uh, uh, December 2023. OK, but uh, my current job at the client location is com- is completed. OK, I don't have any issues with uh, my employer and he can uh, uh, have, I mean, he, 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 can't, uh, he will just continue with me because I am working for C2C. So right now, uh, actually, I have submitted my, uh, you know, 485, 765, all documents and I received my EAD. Okay. So, mm-hmm. uh now I got a new opportunity uh that's uh, you know like I'm allowed to work only with the EAD or green card. So, uh so since like I'm planning to go for that uh you know opportunity. So if I move to EAD, like uh, will my current H1 will be inactive? Yes. Okay. Uh, Actually, you know, and also like another thing is my current 765. uh, I'm I'm waiting for the 765. uh, Sorry, 485 to get approved because it's been almost like a 35 days. Uh, I have submitted my medicals. So, could you please recommend uh, like uh, what you want me to do? You want me to just go for the new opportunity because uh,
1: if I were you, I would.
12: Okay. Okay. Okay, uh, like, uh, you know, and one, one other, uh, last question and uh, regarding the supplement J, right? Like uh, when exactly we have to uh, submit that? I mean, uh, how long as, we soon have... as,
1: as, as soon as possible, but it's not like a H-1B transfer where it mm-hmm. has to be submitted before you join. There is no strict rule like that.
12: Okay. Okay. Like, uh, see, if I submit the I-9 form, right? While joining the new company, uh, like uh, will my uh, status uh, will change, change from to h one to will... EADS? Yes. Okay, so that uh, H1 is no longer
1: valid then, right? That's right. That's right. I'll take the next next caller, guys. And if you have any questions, guys, please post the questions in the chat. I will try to answer as much as possible. If it's a short question, I'll try to answer this.
7: Raghav?
6: Hey, uh, thanks for the opportunity, Rahul. Uh, My question is, uh, I applied for my downgrade. My priority date is 2013 April. So I don't see my ead coming at least i did not receive any update so considering that let's say if we fall into the next uh, year um will we be under the 7.5 or 8 percent quota or will there be a chance for the spillover of family based or we is still have really extra we still have
1: extra one hundred and fifty thousand spillover
6: though okay so it's it's not just 7.5 percent the country quota I mean, most probably not,
1: not. Most probably. We may not. Okay. Yeah, most probably. Yeah, we will have the extra 150,000. Unless there is a change in the uh,
6: law, we'll have extra right.
1: 150,000 green cards.
6: Yeah, the reason because uh, Charlie said that he's going to retrogress in the next coming bulletin if, you know, the yeah, final action dates. Guy, I, I still don't understand why. Yeah,
1: he's, he's just like, you know, okay. he's running like a chicken with no head. But he still have to give the the 150,000 extra green cards come to us. The USCIS is working very hard though. Uh, Next year though, I'm expecting that they will, they will definitely adjudicate the 150,000 green cards. Let me go through the questions that people are posting on the chat guys. Um, The GCEAD and uh, H-1B, the last action rule doesn't work that way because once you use the GCEAD, your H-1B is out. Um, The questions are to be short, guys, to answer. Um, Sheetal has a question that she applied for the... uh, humanitarian reason for exploiting green card, they approved the humanitarian reason, that's surprising. If she doesn't travel, will it cause any problem? Uh, No, you're fine. That's fine. But at least make sure that the reason what you are given is genuine though. If it's not genuine, definitely just people can change their opinion at a later date. And things can change on the other side too. Uh, It's not like spillover can only be given in quarter four, it can be given quarter two, quarter three, quarter one also. Uh, it's not a rule that they have to give only in quarter four. Uh, pending AP once travel outside country and come back. In. Uh, if you if you have a pending AP, once you travel outside, come back into the country in H1P, the advance parole could be denied. It could be approved. Um, there are chances it could be approved too, but um, but it could be denied. It, it it can go either way. Swati filed a H4 application here in United States when she's outside the country. Uh, that will be denied, of course. Um, my H1, I-94 expired in July. To the, Can you please let me know the options? Uh, Swati, you need to go outside the country to get the stamping. Can B2 extension be denied before six months of expiry? Yeah, I mean, it can be denied. Um, With regards to the I48 question, Sonia, whether you have to answer yes to that question, no to that question, I would not like to answer that question in the recorded line. Um, just because they didn't pay you uh, doesn't mean that you violated, though. Uh, that's my opinion, but I've, it may be worth for you to speak with a lawyer one on one. Because if you answer yes to that question, there are a lot of other consequences. Um, but if they just didn't pay, I'm leaning towards, but you need to consult a lawyer. If I'm leaning towards just saying no to that, but uh, I would still recommend that you contact a lawyer. Um, the, we have seen some improvement in the Texas premium processing guys. Recently, a lot of the checks that we sent to the premium processing um, uh, cashed out. Uh, um, uh, uh, cashed out. Um, Sonia saying your lawyer also said the same thing then definitely, I think so. You you have a. I, I would just say, Sonia, at this point of time, if you've spoken with a lawyer, I think so. You are in a good hands. Your lawyer is a very nice guy. There are some people who just to get they scare people more to make more money. Your lawyer definitely does not seem to be like that kind of guy. Um, Neha is asking the question. On a green card, how long you can stay outside, though? Um, Definitely, if you are staying less than six months outside, you're fine. If you're staying more than six months, though, I would want you to have to consult a lawyer because there are some short-term implications. There are some long-term implications if your absence is more than 180 days. So it would be. But if you're going for four months, though, uh, if I were you, I would not even bother paying a lawyer any money. Um, Likith Muddy has this question, F1 to H1B has been denied because of uh, reason of OPT employment is not sufficient. There is a problem there, you may have to check with the lawyer though, because they will normally when they issue it, they will say that your change status has been denied because you're not maintaining the status. In case it's been denied, F1 to H1 we change of status, you may have a problem with the F1. That's the reason, especially with the Cumberland Campus Bill and, uh, and Harrisburg University people though, sometimes we just directly go to the council processing. In that way, we don't have to prove anything. if you if you are missing some 797s seven, though seven, so i would file the 484 application uh, i would not hold the 484 application though as long as you give assurance to the lawyer like me you will you were maintaining the legal status i'm going to file the application i'm not going to hold it if something is missing <laughs> because you never know when this port is going to leave Uh, if you have an RFE where a date of birth certificate is uh, issued after four years, do one thing, get affidavits, um, get also the alternative documents. Uh, it's there at rnloggroup.com. If you want to go to birth affidavit, it has alternative documents and provide you'll be fine. Yes, the CBP tracks the travel history of the green card holders. Not only the H-1B guys, they will track. Every time you, when you book when you travel though, the cbp before you come in they have all the track record guys i cannot predict the priority date guys i have gone so many wrong times in the predicting the priority date and there is too many things going on in the in the washington dc right now um, so at least until next week it's so many things are going on in washington dc Thank you, guys, for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 1130. Sorry, we couldn't answer all the people.
0: Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com.